Hello, I am your host, Chris Dixon, and this is the Podcast of Positivity. Um, Before I get started into this episode, I just wanted to talk about uh, my plans for this podcast. Um, When I first started out this podcast, it was a podcast specifically for, you know, just talking about topics that, you know, direct specifically to me in my life and uh, what I can do to kind of help others and whatnot. I would have, you know, a specific topic that everybody could relate to and whatnot, um, which is good, but I'm going to uh, be taking my podcast not in an entirely new direction, just a few episodes. I'm going to do some sort of topics that interest me in terms of, you know, just like interest, you know, like whether it be music or, you know, stuff like that, kind of just so that way you get a little bit of my personality and it's not just all about what's happened to me in my life or, you know, what I think about these topics and whatnot. Uh, So with that being said, this episode is specific to Trench. Uh, It's actually, this episode talking about Trench is actually about an album by 21 Pilots. Um, I've talked about it a couple of times and I talk about it very much so throughout my life, but the biggest band and some of my favorite music of all time, probably arguably the best band that I've ever you know, indulged in uh, 21 Pilots is uh, quite frankly, very much underrated. Uh, you know, they've got their albums and whatnot, and they're amazingly uh, crafted music and whatnot. But a lot of people know them for, you know, some of their hits and not what they're really known for. You know, everybody knows the song Stressed Out, a very popular song that was on Blurry Face that came out in 2015. And uh, that was played all over the place. It's got over 2 billion views on YouTube alone. Just YouTube, nowhere else, not including that. So that is insane. Uh, But, you know, there's a lot of songs that they're known for. Oh, Heathens as well, you know, from 20, or I'm sorry, from Suicide Squad, which 21 Pilots put their song on there. And uh, Ride is uh, also a pretty well-known one. If you're familiar with older stuff that was still popular, Car Radio, a lot of people know that one. And um, House of Gold was pretty popular as well. I'd say just off the top of my head, those are the most popular ones. Um, But I would say that the reason I wanted to talk about 21 Pilots today, not specifically, oh, just because I like the band a lot and they're really good. It's actually just more about what they represent as, you know, they continue to make music and as they continue to show people, you know, like what music should really be about. I thought it would just be interesting to, you know, bring about some points about them and specifically their album Trench. Now, Trench is a very, in my opinion, very well done album. If if you actually listen to it, you actually kind of dissect it word for word and whatnot. You go through the music and, you know, you're not like just doing other stuff. You're just living in the moment of the album. It's very, very specific and it's very well done. Uh, The reason I say that is because uh, it's kind of brought the band to like a new height in terms of uh you know like where their music was going because blurry face was a really good album that they wrote a lot of people know that album you know uh stressed out was on it you know heavy dirty soul uh but it was kind of like a loosely based version of blurry face because blurry face is a character from the you know dima universe and whatnot and from the 21 pilots you know lore and whatnot, but Trench kind of brought that to a new level because of the fact that it's an entirely, entire new idea. It's uh, very, very good. Uh, the reason I say all this is because uh, it means a lot to me. I've listened to this album well over 
like hundreds of times. Uh, when it first came out on, I believe, October 5th of 2018, I had sat in my bed uh, knowing that it was coming out, obviously. I sat in my bed and listened to it the entire way through. No lights, no nothing, just straight up staring at the ceiling like a weirdo and just listen word for word for each song. And that was like one of my most defining moments in terms of music as a human being because it's really hard nowadays to find music that has meaning and music that wants to be more than just, you know, some popular fucking radio hit that actually, you know, is not having a message and just wants to be fun. You know, there's a lot of music out there that's just like, oh, let's all, you know, specifically rap. Nowadays, it's pretty obvious that music's like not trying to be anything more than a moneymaker. And uh, again, with everything that comes out, it's hard to find music that actually matters. So with that being said, 21 Pilots, in you know my opinion, has never made like, oh, they want to make music specifically for a radio. Obviously, there has been a lot of music that's been on the radio for them, but their music has meaning. And uh, sometimes it's really obvious you listen to it like Stressed Out was so popular because of that. You know, everybody knew Stressed Out talking about how people want to go back to being younger and how people don't want to have to worry about making money and, you know, all this stuff that was really obvious, easy to, you know, listen to and interpret. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about Trench specifically is because all of the songs have some sort of meaning. If you, you know, like read about them, you kind of watch the music videos. They've got a lot of music videos for these, you know, songs and whatnot. But uh, the most important one that my favorite, personal favorite, doesn't mean it's the most important, but my most favorite song, maybe of all time by 21 Pilots would be, I don't know if I'd say the best of all time. I'm really big on Migraine, which is from the Vessel album, which was uh, released a while back. Uh, I believe it was 2012. Uh, but that has Migraine on it, which is a really good song. It's about, you know, trying to fight like you know, life and death and trying to just feel like you're a part of something and how you have these problems in life and you sometimes just feel like you're alone. So it's really important to be able to just kind of talk out loud with yourself. And it's I think all of this music's a really good interpretation of what my podcast is trying to go for. So but uh the reason migraine's probably my favorite is because of, you know, some specific lyrics they have. Uh specifically the course. Uh these are the lyrics. Am I the only one I know? Raging my wars behind my face and above my throat. Shadows will scream that I'm alone, but I know we've made it this far, kid. Now, this is a very, very, you know, detailed, in-depth song. But just that one lyric alone is very important because it shows that, you know, you may have gone through a lot and you may have to fight a lot of battles throughout life, whether it be by yourself or you feel like you're by yourself. It's easy to kind of like lose track of yourself, but knowing that you've been able to make it that far in life is amazing. And uh, one thing that 21 Pilots loves to talk about, Tyler Joseph obviously loves to talk about is people should take more care and responsibility for their older loved ones because it's such an accomplishment, especially with everything that goes on nowadays. It's such an accomplishment to be able to make it so far out, you know, instead of celebrating these suicides and whatnot and being able to celebrate these you know, horrific things. Uh, we should be celebrating, you know, oh, your grandfather made it to 87. You know, he was able to fight through those things in life and he was able to have a beautiful life and impact many human beings. You know, obviously that's not going to be the case for every person alive. But, uh, you know, a lot of people go through things and it's very hard for them. So being able to get through those, you know, fights in your everyday life, it's amazing, you know, to make it all the way down there. 
Uh, but I was talking about Nico and the Niners. That's one of the songs from Trench. Uh, it's called Nico and the Niners because it's about the bishops that are within Dima. Uh, I don't want to go too much in depth through it yet, maybe a little bit later on. But uh, Nico and the Niners is probably one of my favorite because it's like a reggae song. And it's got a really good, you know, story behind it. It was one of the first songs that released from this album. Uh, but uh, we're going to go more in-depth in about Trench now. The first song on the album is called Jumpsuit. And uh, I think it's a very good introduction to, uh, you know, 21 Pilots' Trench album. It talks about, you know, like being able to transition over living your life like normally. And uh, essentially what it talks about is like how Tyler is like worried that he's not going to be able to write, you know, like the best music and he wants to be able to like, you know, make an impact, you know, because the man, you know, is very well known. Everybody, not everybody around the world, but a very large number of human beings know of the band 21 Pilots. So he feels a lot of pressure, you know, about making music and he's trying to find something that can kind of protect him. So that's what the jumpsuit's about. Uh, but not only is it just about him writing music, but believe it or not, it's actually about uh, a very important topic in his world, which is, you know, the bishops. And uh, the jumpsuit that he wears has yellow patches on it, which uh, is a sign for caution and being able to be hidden because the bishops cannot see yellow. So when the bishops try to take over your mind because you're depressed or whatnot or they want you to think the way they think, um, you wear yellow to protect yourself. So the jumpsuit is essentially him talking about some finding something that can protect him. So, and he also talks about how when, uh, when he writes his music, he can get easily lost in it and not, you know, focus on his daily life tasks or whatnot. He gets uh, essentially just swooped up in writing music. So it talks about, you know, if somebody needs him, they need to uh, grab his throat and lift him in the air which uh, is a th call back to um, tearing my heart, which was on blurry face about his wife having to pick him up through his throat in order to get his attention. Like you have to verb physically, you know, get somebody's attention by lifting them up in the air. So again, it's just a, an important start to the conversation about how he felt so pressured to write this album and how, you know, finding those protective ways in order to write the music without feeling like your entire world can collapse if you're not writing this music. Uh, now, the second song on Trench is called Levitate. Now, the important thing about this is that Jumpsuit and Levitate, uh, when you listen to it on the album, they go within each other. So it sounds as if you are not listening to a different song. Uh, however, the Levitate doesn't have the same concept. It's kind of like a continuation of the fact of, oh, hey, you know, I have this music I need to write that I'm going to release out into the world and every, you know, human is going to listen to it. People are going to hear it. Levitate is about how people like to judge his music when they're, you know, nobody can respond or they like to judge the music when they think that they can't find the meaning behind it. So they like to, uh, you know, it also talks a little bit about, you know, a culture in which everybody knows way too much about everybody. And that's kind of one of the things I like a lot about 21 Pilots is that they like to stay outside of the norms. Like they don't feel like they need to post every single thing about their lives and whatnot. So it gives kind of a mystery and whatnot. But another big thing about Levitate is that there's a lot of vultures in it. And vultures are kind of known for two different things within the Trench universe. Uh, one is kind of uh, they like to pick up the pieces 
and kind of bring death out of or bring life out of death. Uh, but the other thing is that the vultures are kind of known as critics because they like to just pick and prod at everything instead of actually enjoying, you know, what's right in front of them. And uh, just levitate as a whole uh, kind of goes to show that when Tyler reads like what people have to say about his music or his concerts or whatnot, that it actually affects him and that it makes him, you know, upset as a person. So with that being said, that's uh, the second song. The third song on uh, Trenches, we're going to go every go. I'm sorry. We're going to go over every song piece by piece, not too in depth, but it kind of just gives you a glimpse into what he's trying to say. Uh, but the next song, the third song on Trench is called Morph. Uh, this one is a very obvious and if you're really listening to it, the message is pretty loud and clear. It's called Morph because there's times in Tyler's life when he wishes he could become somebody else. So he doesn't have to be Tyler Joseph. He wants to, you know, just kind of be his own person. Cause I can imagine, you know, when you're a celebrity or a famous person, you know, you have a lot of expectations set on you. You're supposed to be this person all the time. You're supposed to be perfect. And, uh, when, uh, 21 pilots is talked about, a lot of people think, Oh, they're supposed to be saving kids lives or whatever. They're making this huge difference. So I can only imagine how insane that has to be just to think about it. Uh, but it also talks a lot about like, what life is to people and how he feels overwhelmed just about the thought of life. Cause even normal people, you know, that aren't famous or don't have to write music for a living or, you know, and whatnot have daily problems. So I can only imagine, you know, what he has to go through or what human beings as a whole have to go through. So real quick, that one's just kind of about like, you know, becoming somebody else using that to like justify, you know, whatever also kind of brings in the question of like what the purpose of life is, but not too crazy. Just kind of like a, you know, like if I die, like what, what happens, you know, uh, the next song on trench is called my blood. Uh, again, this song's very straightforward. Now you have to keep in mind, obviously, if you haven't listened to it, you wouldn't understand, but trench, the name of the album is kind of a journey. You're going through Dima, which is the universe name, and you have to get through Trench to get to like through Dima because the equivalent of this album is kind of like uh, Tyler's insecurities and uh, the things that make Tyler upset and whatnot. So every song is a representation of some sort of journey he has to go through or, you know, like what makes him the way he is or what kind of takes him out of Trench and helps him get through things. Uh, so with that being said, My Blood is the next song on this uh, album. Uh, My Blood is very obvious and specific. Uh, it's talking about his brothers, which um, I can kind of understand and relate to in a sense or know how some people may feel. It talks about how when he's out on concerts or, you know, when he's going around touring and whatnot, he can't always be there for his brothers. And he wants them to know like, hey, I'm always here for you. And I'm sure that can go for not just his brothers in this context, but like family, you know, his friends, anybody who needs him, he's always there. He just may not physically be there all the time. He wants to be, but he knows that when, you know, his family needs him the most and his brothers need him more than anything, they'll be there. And uh, my brother, I could probably say the same for, I know he would be there for me. Zachary would always be there for me whenever I need him the most, you know, with him going into the army and whatnot, having a family and you know, making those huge life decisions at such a young age for my brother. I'm sure that if I ever really truly needed him, he'd be able to just, you know, come right over and help me. Uh, but with that being said, the next song, uh, probably one of the most poetic songs and also I think the most popular, like the most streamed song or whatever you want to say on the album is called Chlorine. 
Uh, this song is uh, about how when Tyler writes his music, he has to dip into his negativity and the negative things that have happened in his life. And it kind of calls for him to be a lot more, you know, pessimistic about things. It's like you have to beautifully perfect the craft of an album and of music. And for that to happen, he has to be a very upsetting person to people. So with that being said, um, chlorine's kind of like, hey, I have to drink this chlorine, this bleach or whatever, if you will, in order for my fans to be happy, in order to give people what they want to hear. And people won't go listening to, you know, tasteless music that clearly was written on a whim that doesn't have a lot of meaning or purpose and be happy with it. They want, you know, Tyler Joseph feels the need like he needs to make music that has such intense meaning and such intense depth for his fans to be happy and content. And you kind of see that in the uh, music video. Uh, Ned is the name of the character, which kind of represents the fans from my understanding. And uh, obviously a lot of these interpretations through this album is different. But uh, Ned is a little creature that you see in the uh, music video, but really it's kind of a representation of the fans. And he will not jump into the pool of chlorine until it is fully filled. And he has put all of his effort into filling the chlorine pool. So, and there's a little little snippet in there that talks about, he goes more in depth with it in the last song on the album, but there's a little snippet in Chlorine where he talks about how he feels bad that he left his fans for a year to write this album, and he really needed the time off because they were touring like every day with the uh, Blurry Face album. So I can only imagine how, you know, hard it must have been for him mentally. Uh, but the next song on here is Smithereens, a uh, very good song. It's very catchy. I love this song. It's very upbeat. Uh, but this one doesn't have a whole lot of depth. It's just kind of like about his wife and how whatever like his wife needs, he would physically get beaten up so that his wife was okay. He would get messed up. The quote here is, For you I know that I would get messed up way 153. For you I know I would get beat to smithereens. So it's kind of just like, oh, he's always on her, you know, on her side. He's always there for her. And he doesn't want his wife to ever think that he's not going to be there for her. So it's a very important song. Again, it's kind of like a his wife's been there to help him through Trench. So this song's dedicated to her. And there's a couple of weird lyrics that makes it seem like he's talking about uh, at the same exact time his um, daughter. But he didn't have his daughter at that point in time when the album came out. Uh, the next song, probably the most defined song on the album, the album that are the song that has most meaning on the album is called Neon Gravestones. Uh, when I saw the title for this song um, in October when this album first came out a couple years ago, I did not think it was going to be about this, but it's a very poetic song. Uh, the meaning behind this song is uh, kind of a lot easier to read. Uh, a lot of people thought that 21 Pilots kind of glorified suicide and was telling teenagers and kids and whatnot that it's okay, you know, because if you're feeling like shit, just go ahead and die. And that is never, never a message that any of them wanted to send. So what ended up happening, uh, believe it or not, actually, they released this song and they're like, hey, there's, that's not what I'm saying. In fact, if anything, that is the exact opposite. Uh, it's very, very detailed. Uh, I'm going to read just a little bit of this song. The beginning starts off as, what's my problem? Well, I want you to follow me down to the bottom underneath the insane asylum. Keep your wits about it you while you got them because your wits are first to go while you're problem solving and my problem we glorify those even more when they and then it's kind of implied that they're talking about suicide 
Uh, and then he says, my opinion, our culture can treat a loss like it's a win. And right before we turn on them, we give them the highest of praise and hang their banner from the ceiling. Communicating further engraving an earlier grave is an optional way. No. So uh, just a little bit of that song there. But uh, kind of the moral of the story for Neon Gravestones is that just like what I was saying earlier, he wants to celebrate, you know, grandparents or somebody who kind of paid, paved, you know, like a path for their younger generations and whatnot. So he doesn't want his band because he's so, you know, obviously care charismatic and he loves his band and whatnot. He wants to make sure that people know like, Hey, we're not about suicide. That is not okay. That is not what we want. Society treats suicide awfully because it's not like it should never be okay for that to be an option. Uh, the next song is called the hype. Uh, just a few more songs here. The hype is uh, kind of about like a, uh, it's pretty simple. This one's a very uh, self-straightforward one, too. It's about how when he created this band, he didn't expect it to get nearly as big as it is. And a lot of people have these high standards for uh, 21 Pilots because of their name and because of how popular they've become. And he wants people to be like, hey, like, uh, you know, don't believe the hype. You know, don't believe it. He doesn't think that his band's nearly as good as they are. But he's very grateful. It's kind of like a tribute to his fans. He's like, oh, hey, I'm really grateful for me to be able to play in basements and play in like these in front of like five people because he did that at a point. And now look at where he is now selling out Madison Square Garden and whatnot. So that's kind of like the purpose behind the hype is he wants his fans to like see how like visually because that's what the music video does as well, like how far they've become and, you know, how far they've grown. Uh, the next song is the Nico and the Niners. Uh, this is a very uh, important song to the album because it kind of sets the standards and the boundaries and whatnot for Dima, which is the uh, kind of universe within Trench. Uh, but Nico is a uh, blurry face, which is the character from the or, uh, other album called Blurry Face. Nico is a bishop that kind of tries to control Tyler and tries to control Tyler's insecurities in life. And it's kind of a metaphor for his depression, you know, for his anxiety, all of the things that he has had such a hard problem with in life and things that control him. You know, it's all those negative feelings that uh, just about anybody could feel and whatnot. It's kind of like a representation of that. And the reason it's called and the Niners is because there's uh, nine bishops and Nico is one of the bishops. So that can go very, very in depth. And we don't know all of the bishops at the time, obviously, but it's just very nice to be able to have that song kind of put there as a representation for you and whatnot. Uh, the next song is Cut My Lip. Uh, this is kind of like a, a lot of people called it a throwaway song when the album first came out, but I think it's just kind of more of like choices that happen in his life and whatnot. It's kind of about, I, I guess it's about one part is like about his, when he was younger, the first time he tried beer he cut his lip on the beer can because it was rusted. And ever since then in his life, he would never drink beer again because of that. I mean, that was a for a long time in his life. He's obviously changed that now. But it's kind of like a, hey, you know, I chose to do this anyway. It's kind of like a representation of humans. Like, I saw the bad in this and I chose to do that anyways. I mean, like, is he thinking about himself or is he just doing it because somebody else told him he should? And about like his pride, right? like he doesn't want people to question his pride. So he kind of, you know, just felt like he had to do it. That's kind of the representation there. Uh, the next song is called uh, Bandito. Uh, one of my personal favorites, a very beautiful song. 
It's about, um, so what a bandito is in the Dima universe is essentially what the people are that have to make those trips. And banditos are the ones that have gone through trench and they know. So a bandito is kind of where you want to be. It's like you understand your feelings, your choices, your emotions. And it's kind of like, hey, this is where I'm at in my life. So it's a representation of the people in trench that are good, that want to get through their, you know, their negativity and their emotions. So, but with that being said, banditos are also what uh, 21 Pilots fans are actually known as, like in the concerts and whatnot. There's another important part in this song. Uh, it's two words called Sahalo Folina. Uh, so what that means is um, that's kind of like the escape, the, like it's the worrisome word. It's the not the safe word, but like this is when I need help. It's a calling for help really is what it is. And that's why this song is very important to the album because it kind of sets a label like, you know, basis for the fans. Like, hey, you're never going to be alone. You know, you'll have somebody else to rely on. Even if it's a total stranger, you have somebody to talk to. And that's kind of what that word means. I see a lot of people, not me or anybody I know, but there's like a couple of posts or whatnot. You'll see somebody use it. And they'll be like, hey, you know, my friend just committed suicide. Sahalo Felina. Or I don't know if I said that right uh, that time. It's a, it's a, it means something in Spain or <laughs> I'm not sure what what that uh, interprets to, but uh, Pet Cheetah is the next song in the uh, album. This one's pretty simple as well. I don't know why I keep saying they're pretty simple because they're very detailed. They're very well written. Uh, but Pet Cheetah, from my understanding, is about him writing his music and the process that it takes to write the music. You know, he'll work like several days in a row eight hours at end, he won't stop until he has something. And he could have an idea that's set there for hours, you know, he could spend weeks on an hour and just throw it away. Uh, he also briefly talks about his piano and how he's come from, you know, basement piano to still playing the piano and, you know, doing what he cares about. So it's just, you know, kind of a representation as a whole about uh, he will not move, which is what says right here, no, I move slow, I want to stop time, I'll sit here till I find the problem which is kind of a representation of he will literally, he said this in his interview with Zane Lowe, he will literally sit in a basement for weeks at a time, his basement that he designs for making music and grow a beard. He won't use a bathroom. He will sit there for weeks at a time and just write and write like till he cannot physically write anymore. And I can only imagine doing something like that is it's just so crazy. Uh, so we got two more here. Uh, last one here, or second to last, is Legend. Uh, this one was about his grandfather. He loved his grandfather. He was very close to him. Uh, one of the reasons he had started the band was because of his grandfather. Uh, but this was just about, you know, like him passing away and him trying to deal with it and how he didn't know, like, how to feel because his uh, grandfather had, uh, I think it was Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's. Is that the one where you, like, I think that's the one where you kind of forget things. you like, you know, you're like, oh, what, what's going on, you know? So, uh, but his grandfather, he couldn't identify Tyler when he came in the room and it just made him really upset. So that song was just dedicated to, um, his grandfather. Uh, the last song on the album is called leave the city. It's a very, another very well done song. It's just like a bandito. They have two very specific choruses that you just, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so this one is about trying to leave Dima through Trench, which is why it's called Leave the City, because the city is Dima. He wants to essentially show people like, hey, he's always going to be here. 
and he's always going to have this emotion and whatnot. However, it's going to be very hard for him to continuously write this music because it's so in-depth and so, like, not cryptic, but you have to really dig deep through these songs and through this album to kind of get an understanding about everything. So you have to make sure you, like, listen to it and you're like, hey, like, what does this mean, this little bit right here? Like, for example, uh, in Leave the City, he says... Last year, I needed a change of pace, couldn't take the pace of change moving hastily. But this year, though I'm far from home, in Trench, I'm not alone. These faces facing me, they know, they know what I mean. Uh, and that was about when he disappeared, him and uh, Joshua disappeared for an, a year off social media. They didn't post anything. They didn't like anything or do anything. They literally just virtually disappeared for a year came back with this album they felt bad that they had left everybody out and about like just hanging around but he said that they would never do it again they just had to get away from you know doing constant touring and constant like you know energetic things that they kind of just got drained you know i can only imagine imagine like touring and doing concerts like literally back-to-back -back days for years at a time i don't know if i could even do that even despite my energy so clearly they must have been dedicated or something because like holy shit uh, but that's the full album. It's a very good album. It's a 14-song, 56-minute album. I love this album. It is by far my favorite album of all time. I think it's very well-written. It's uh, amazingly crafted. Uh, most people, if you talk to them about being a 21 Pilots fan, from what I've noticed, not a lot of people have listened to this album in terms of like uh, uh, the click which is what they're called. It's called the Skeleton Click. Uh, I'm not going to go too in-depth to it because I know not a lot of my listeners are going to be like, oh, what's this, what's this? But it's just something I'm very passionate about that I wanted to kind of dedicate a whole episode to because as you can see, 30 minutes in, I clearly, you know, not just know my stuff about this, but I've taken, you know, the research and I've taken, you know, thoughts down about this. You know, I do talk to a lot of people about the band. I do love the band very much. they you know, I've seen them live twice, which may not seem like a lot compared to a lot of people, but considering I've only been to three concerts and I'm not really a big concert guy, that says a lot. Uh, but with that being said, if you ever get the chance, I really think just sit down, listen to this album. I, I'm not going to be like, oh, it changes your life and whatnot, but it did, you know, make a big impact on my life for me. It kind of showed me like, hey, you know, a lot of people are going through things. A lot of people have their own shit to deal with. And it's okay to just kind of be there for people. You know, everybody's going through it, and it doesn't hurt to be there for somebody. Uh, but I'm going to wrap this one up. It's a half-hour one, which surprises me because I didn't think I was going to take this long to talk about Trench. But if you do, you know, have any interest, just let me know. I would love for people. This is, like, one that I really care about a lot. I would love for people to actually share some, like, feedback or input or something behind this album because it is genuinely one of the like most well-written albums of all time. I can't even imagine like even coming close to writing something this amazing. Uh, but with that being said, I didn't really do a quote for this one because of the fact that there were so many quotes within the music. Uh, but I will quote my favorite part of the album as a closer for this episode. Uh, my favorite part comes from Nico and the Niners. Uh, it's going to say, uh, what I say when I want to be enough, what a beautiful day for it, making a break for it, we'll find a way to pay for it, maybe from all the money we made, razor blade stores, rent the racehorse, enforce a sponsor, and start a concert, a complete diversion, start a mob, and you can be quite certain. Uh, this uh, kind of represents like a, hey, 
you know, a lot of people are going through things. You may feel the need to like end your life or something because of things that you have to deal with, but that's okay, but you shouldn't. And uh, there's always somebody there and you can get through it day by day. So, but with that closing out, I just want to say that I love you all very much. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you in the next episode.